Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Colin McGuigan for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everdust. You smirk every time <laughs> I announce myself. I think it's because you don't understand what I'm saying at the beginning. Is that what it is? I don't, but I've also done 462 interviews today with various different languages, and then I find myself back in this room with IFL, with some geese that I can't even understand as well. I mean, I've just done Azteca, ESPN, like all these major people speaking Spanish to me, couldn't understand a word, and now I can't understand a word with you, and it's on IFL. I've actually made you a bit of a cult hero in Ireland. Do you know how big our clip has went of you doing the Irish accent? <laughs> How are you doing that now, Colm? It's, it's went huge. So in terms, of, <laughs> in terms of this week and when you first found yourself in this sport and you, you attacked boxing in the way that you have, did you ever envisage you'd be at a, a massive platform like this in Guadalajara promoting no, Canal? Of course not. You know, when I started, I was just thinking, how do I... How do I get all the Harrison a shot at the world title, which was mental. And the whole journey has been mental. And to be here in Guadalajara, in front of 55,000, I mean, it's just, you know, I think that, no, I do want credit. You know, I was going to say, I don't want the credit. I do want credit. I want the credit that no one else has been able to do what I've done in boxing and from our country. And I think I should get more credit. To be honest with you. And there's no point saying I don't want the credit because you do want the credit, don't you? You always want the credit. Um, no one's ever done what I've done. I'm the best in the world at what I do. And it's a really good feeling, actually, when you break it down. My, one of my biggest weaknesses is I never really enjoy in the moment the moment because I'm just, my mind's everywhere with what's happening next. Or there's a purse bid on tomorrow. Or whatever. There's a mandatory there, or I, I, like it's just he wants to sign with someone else, or he sent me a legal letter. I don't know, like it's just you know, I think that that's how big the business has got. But let's be honest from where we came, from what we're doing globally, Saturday's another massive night for us and our business. 55,000 people promoting Canelo Alvarez's homecoming in Guadalajara, and even better for that is our boy Johnny Ryder, he's going for gold. 
and that makes it even more special, you know? So just trying, trying to enjoy life a little bit more, but difficult because it's a shitty business at times. I spoke to John Ryder, I spoke to Tony Sims about this. He was unfortunate against Rocky Fielding and against Callum Smith. Some people believe that he should have got the decision in both. He would say that he's probably been robbed four hours away from his home. You're coming halfway across the world. Is that in the back of your mind, do you think? If you want to beat Canelo Alvarez on Saturday, you need to beat him well. You know, and you need to win rounds, clearly. And that's going to be the difficulty for John Ryder. And he has to fight. The, the great news for people tuning in on the zone and watching in the stadium is it's going to be a great fight. Because John Ryder has to get up close. He has to fight him on the inside. That's where John Ryder's at his best. And he has to make it a dogfight. And he has to hope that Canelo Alvarez maybe isn't the fighter he was. Maybe his surgery didn't go as well as he said he did. Maybe the pressures of fighting at home are too much. I, a lot of things have got to go his way. you know. And um, But he's, he's here to win. I promise you that. No intention of cruising to the point defeat. He's here to win the fight. And to do that, he's going to have to make it a great fight for people watching. I spoke to David Benavidez last week in Vegas. Um, <laughs> I spoke to him in, in Vegas and he said he wants Canelo next. Do you think that if you bring that fight to Canelo, he says, no, I just want Bivol? Oh, he definitely wants Bivol. He has no problem fighting Benavidez. Trust me, I've dealt with this guy long enough. He will fight anyone. The only fight he has in his mind at the moment is Dimitri Bivol after John Ryder. Is it a hard fight to make, though? What's that, Benavidez? Bivol. Not really, no. I mean, I don't. I think, you know, WBC have come out and said, we don't want Bivol to fight better be We won't sanction that. So that kind of puts that on the back burner. So he either fights Canelo or he has a, a voluntary. Obviously, you know what he's going to want to do. But we still got to agree actual terms for that fight. But um, I still think there's a very good chance that fight happens. Where does it more than likely happen? 168 or 175? I don't, I don't like it. I don't think it's a good look to bring Vivol down to 168 for the first time in his career. And you know what people are like. They won't give Canelo the credit. Oh, you brought him down. He was weight training. Canelo's going to know. Everyone thinks. Canelo's like, do you think I can beat Vivol at 175? I'm like, I mean, you're the underdog. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that really gets him up for it, you know? And he's a massive underdog in the fight with Dimitri Bivol at 175. Tell me any other fight in the world where Canelo Alvarez is an underdog. Doesn't exist. So this is the toughest fight for him. Guess what? He wants the toughest fights out there and he wants to avenge that defeat. I'll bring this to you because I don't know if you've probably heard, but... Bring it to me, Colin. <laughs> that was a good accent, you know. Joshua yeah, really Boatze. Joshua Boatze made comments today at the press conference and he wants Bivol next. What do you make of those comments? I mean, no, look, maybe, that, look, don't forget he would have had another fight. And when we finished the Craig Richards fight, obviously, do you remember the press comments? And I said, I want him to fight Bivol next. And Virgil Hunter said, no, he's not ready for Bivol. The problem is, is that Pavel Stepien doesn't get you ready for Dimitri Bivol either. But... Josh's probably his biggest weakness is his lack of self-belief. He's a really good fighter, Joshua Boatze. But, you know, I mean, don't forget, again, we made him a huge offer. I mean, we were, we were only able to make that offer because it was in the Middle East. 
if he ever fights Dimitri Bivol, he will receive half of what we offered him, probably around that number. And we could only offer him what we offered him because he was in the Middle East. But when he didn't take that, that was really the start of our of us falling apart because I just I didn't really know what more you know, you build a fighter up to that position, you get a life changing offer, and he could talk about, yeah, but you wanted to extend the deal only by like two fights because one was a rematch anyway. And if we've spent all this money building you, of course, when we give you a massive payday for the world title, we're going to want to be involved in your success when you win. So that that's standard, but um, Josh is a great fighter. Like, I honestly wish him all the best. Um, yeah. With this new US deal, Frank teased a big US signing in the next two weeks. He said, you're the one that will spill the beans, not him. Can you spill the beans on that? No, we've got a couple of big names that we're, you know, we're talking to three or four world champions at the moment. Give me um, some names, come on. Well, Regis Progray, one of them. Um, and I think the key, I don't want to be in a position, people, talk, people always compare stables. I, at my job, is to drive subscribers for design, to make sure that I deliver for our current stable, to put on great nights of boxing. In America, I don't want a massive stable wrapped around me where I can't provide for my fighters, right? You fight once a year. Some, some people don't even fight once a year, right? So I'm really comfortable with where we are with our roster. I do want to add two or three more fighters, and now those young talents, you know, the Pachecos, the Ray Fords, the Castros, you know, these kind of people, Shaq Matty, coming through into 10 round and beyond championship fights now, they've got to come through. So, But we've got the opportunity to sign, as I said, two or three world champions, and I'd like to do it. You've told me Regis Progray. That was stating the obvious, to be fair. Anyone else there? Come on, you have to give me something. Because it just, it's all, let me give you something. What, what are you, Parson, what Parsons has got it this Parsons week, come on. Parsons ain't getting nothing. What? Oh, let me weaken my hand in my negotiations by just doing Colm a favour. Okay, I'll throw this one to you, right? You know something about you lot, right? You lot, I mean, what do you want to call yourself? YouTube crew or whatever they are, yeah? The front that we should be like, you, just tell us, come on, give us a little exclusive. What's the matter? It's not even like, hey, do us a favour, mate. mean a lot to me if you could do a little exclusive. Go on, tell us. See, Parsons, before he starts an interview, he goes, oi, give us some good energy today, please. Give us some good viral stuff. Right, you know, you're all, you're all, you're so thirsty, you lot, you know. So no. Okay, Ryan Garcia no, is potent. Well, you made some comments yesterday, and I was surprised when you said that you thought he quit. Is in a roundabout look, way. Look, you know me long enough, you and you, to know that I'm going to tell you how it's. Opinions are opinions. Sometimes you don't agree with people's opinions, sometimes you agree. Sometimes you think they're ridiculous. Something like that. The reality is this. He did not want to continue. The meaning of quit, which actually is, has many meanings, but one of them is not wanting to continue. Now, physically, he may have had a busted rib. And I've said this before. I would have done exactly the same thing as Ryan Garcia. Oh, in fact, I would have done it a few rounds before. You know, when he went down the first time, I would have just laid on and go, oh, oh, I'm all over the gap here. Oh, right. Got up and giving it the old, you know, skanky legs. He, he, he went on his knee at six or seven and looked in the ref's eyes and the ref said, eight, nine, ten, you're out. 
got straight up, he walked to the corner. Could he have got up? 100%. Should he have got up? In a sensible world, absolutely fucking not. Probably had a busted rib, thought to himself, what Canelo Alvarez said yesterday. As fighters, we must get up. Fighters aren't you and me. Would I have got up? Fucking no chance. If I would have done a better job, I would have rolled around on the floor from the body shot. Right? Oh. If he is a promotional free agent, yeah. which it looks like he may be, he hasn't renewed with Golden Boy, would you be interested in signing him? Oh, of course. I don't know his promotional. People are telling me Ryan Garcia is a free agent. If he is, love to talk to him. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie about my opinion of what happened in the fight just so I could speak to Ryan Garcia and sign him. As I said, if he's injured in that fight, I think he's done the right thing for Stan and me. And if he, you know, but he still made the decision not to carry on. Right? But yes, in answer to your question, I mean, that's a question for Golden Boy if he's a free agent. That's the word, but we've not had any conversations around us. In terms of your building in the US, there's a potential for a massive fight at Yankee Stadium. And I asked this yesterday to Frank Smith. Yeah. Would you be exploring that? And do you think maybe a Berlanga Canelo type of fight? Like, that's huge. Like, you think of all the Miguel Cotto fights there and things but over the years. Is that possible for Matchroom to make that? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a few venues like that that I'd like to do. I mean, we've done Dallas Cowboys, unbelievable, AT&T Stadium. I've done Madison Square Garden on a T-Mobile. You know, I've done the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. I've done the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. You know, and to do the Yankees Stadium, right up there. It's up there. With, I mean, like Flushing Meadows would be another great one to do. Or um, the Padres Stadium in San, San Diego. Like, yeah, Gobuchako potentially. Yeah, steady. Uh, you know, but I think that, that Canelo Alvarez is a, is a rare breed that can set out those kind of stadiums. SoFi Stadium in, Ca- in California, in LA, another one we're close to doing Canelo in. So I love stadium events, and Yankees would be unbelievable. But you need the right fight. You know? and, and if Belanga moves at the speed and with the performances that we need him to move at, yeah. I'm going to throw some quick fire ones at you. Oh, like? um, <laughs> right, in terms of. Amo Williams, Connor Coyle's called him out, but he said Amo Williams is fighting in an eliminator. Any information on that? Yeah, I mean, Amo Williams is right up there now, I think one or two in the WBA. So we still have the Felix Cash. That's, that fight's not going to headline anymore, but Felix wants that fight, you know. Why has it not happened yet? Because he was supposed to fight for the European title and then supposed to fight Amo Williams, but, you know, had his problems and didn't fight for the European title. But Amo can't afford to be let down, he's ready to go. Uh, boxed recently in London and, and he'll box again in the summer. Richardson Hitchens out on the Berlanga card in New York or not? No, no, but soon around that. Um, I want to make I want to make him against Montana Love. Loads of beef, great fight. And that's the, the fight we're trying to make, but we haven't been able to agree terms yet with uh, um, Montana. Frank said no fight camp this year, why not? We didn't do fight camp last year, did we? No, it was the year before, I think. Yeah, it's... It's a lot of work. It's very expensive. I mean, Fight Camp was a was really a, a project that arose during COVID, and we carried it on with fans. But you know, you're limited to two or three hundred fans, and it's difficult to do. But never say never. In terms of AJ Wilder, Fury Usyk, all happening on the same night, does that affect who you put AJ in with this summer? For example, why would you not put him in with Dillian White with that fight? And who do the other guys maybe fight in the summer? Because they'll all want to fight before, right? Uh, yeah, we may do. I mean, he may still fight Dillian White. 
Um, but obviously, look, if he signs to fight Deontay Wilder, the opponent will be lesser in August because you've signed for a lot of money and there's a lot of risk and you haven't really got, you know, you don't want to lose that opportunity in December. And everything will work backwards from the deal with Deontay Wilder. So which we, we attempt to do that deal next week or, or close to. And then from there, who's he going to fight? Probably first week of August. There's a podcast in Ireland. They're called Talking Bollocks. Yeah, something something you're quite good at. I need, he reached out to me, Tommy McCarthy reached out to me. I need to do it on the Taylor Serrano, uh, Taylor Cameron, sorry, fight week. So just to confirm, you'll definitely do it for the. I will do it, yeah. Perfect. Eddie, thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.